It's that time of the offseason again. We're doing player grades. Today, we talk about Braden Point. Your Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we're doing player grades or player reviews, whichever you would like to call them. And who else to start off with than probably the best player on this team this year? Let's face it. I mean, some might say Cooch. But in my opinion, he was the best of the best this year, and that is Braden Point. Now, Braden Point pretty much had career highs and pretty much everything. If you want to follow along, go ahead on player on Hockey Reference. Had 82 games this year, 51 goals, 44 assists. That wasn't a career high, but still. Uh, 95 points, a career high. Uh, 20 Power play goals tied a career high. And you might ask yourself by looking at other years past, you know, what distinguishes this year from other years? Uh, Because, you know, if you look since 2018, 2019, that was the last time he hit the 40 goal mark. And then he kind of dabbled around 25, 23, 28. Um, two of those years will kind of throw an asterisk on 1920 was obviously the year the league was shut down for a couple of months, went straight to the playoffs. So that was shortened as well as the following year. They only played 56 games. He played all 56 of those games, had 23 goals that year. Uh, and then last year, 28, um, goals, which, the reason for that is because he had off-season double hip surgery, so that was that as well. So, really, if you're looking at why this was such a different season in terms of production for him, as well as maybe asking yourself what was better, what he did better than any years past, really, the when you look at it, the reason as to why he had these numbers, other than the other than the fact of that he's come to a point in his career where we're starting to see that development. And it's crazy to think about because he's 26. But if you look at the reason as to why he sco- he he played as well as he did this year and the numbers abs- absolutely reflect that is because he stayed healthy. There's, there's really nothing other. I mean, there is, but really I think in my, in my opinion, that is really the defining factor uh, when you look at Braden Point's career as well as just this season in general, uh, the, having him on the ice for 82 games is is and and really was a huge difference for this Lightning team. Now we spoke, we have spoken throughout the course of the season as you know all the ups and downs that this Lightning team has had to contend to, what they didn't do right, what they did wrong. And especially when those when they weren't doing things right, uh, it, it always seemed in a way that Braden Point was kind of 
the reason why they 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 stayed in it. And what I mean is, if you've been following this team all year, you know really what it comes down to is that there were certain nights, and and we saw this at certain points in the in the Leaf series, mostly later in those games, but especially the last couple of weeks of the season, when you look at certain points this season for this Lightning team, um, there was times when this team just didn't show up. And the, the, the kind of the defining factor where the Lightning were able to stay in it or, or be able to, to, you know, make the most of a bad night was really came down to 21. Uh, he did a very good job of not only scoring, but being a force to reckon with down the middle. And, and in this NHL, it, it really is a huge difference when not only you have a guy who is a big-time scorer who could hit that 50-goal mark simultaneously putting up close to 100 points, but also be able to go and play down the middle, be a very good effective center. Uh, as we all know, he he is one of the better centers defense of not defensively, but his faceoff percentage this year, I thought for a guy who scores at such a high volume as he does for an average center. When I talk about that, you know, we're not comparing him to 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 Connor McDavid, who is on another planet than every other center in this league. But when you couple that with with 50% in the faceoff circle, that makes you, in my opinion, one of the more dynamic centers in the league. Um, and, and really, I think, you know, this might be a little bit biased on my account and in my opinion. But and, and, you know, I'm looking at I'm trying to think of other centers other than than Connor McDavid. But if you look at him. Um, you know, maybe John Tavares, Barkov, those guys, um, you know, other names. I, I think Zabanajev, I think you would classify him as a center, maybe even Kreider uh, on the Rangers, those two guys, maybe Kreider more so than Zabanajev. Um, when you look at those guys who scored a high volume as well as are in the center position, um, I don't see anybody that can beat him out for second best in the league. Which is why it, it kind of um, it kind of amazes me to a certain degree, and 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 maybe if he got to the hundred point mark, maybe that that puts him in that Hart Trophy conversation, or, or somewhat close to it. I'm curious as to I haven't seen any detailed lines or detailed lists that that describe or discuss really um, where he was in any trophy race, except for Lady Bing, which. I, I mean, that's a nice award, but it to me, that's not really a big deal. I mean, listen, if, if you are a big fan of sportsmanship with that stuff, that's great. But I don't really look at that as like a big time accomplishment in a goal to, in, in any hockey player's career. So, but this is something that I'm curious to see how Braden Point can going forward with him. Um being able to stay healthy, being able, and, and we don't, you know, we, he got a little dinged up in the playoffs this year. That's bound to happen. You know, the good thing, the positive thing about him being 
being this having this team knocked out as early as they possibly could uh, a lot is going to allow for him a player like him who is very susceptible in years past to injury uh, very curious to see um, you know if there's any lingering effects you know what these guys uh, and even going into training camp and preseason there's bound to be some ding-ups here and there which is why especially next season when the lightning are going to be able to try and make another run at a Stanley cup final and a Stanley cup. Um, you're going to need this guy to, to really step up and be somewhat of the same player, if not the better than what he was this year. I'm not expecting him to hit 50 goals next season. That'd be phenomenal or, you know, somewhat close to it. If he gets the 45, that'll be amazing. That'll be fantastic. I'll be ecstatic. I think a lot of lightning fans will be ecstatic as well. But I'm really curious to see how he evolves as an all-around player. Now, with keeping that face-off percentage at that 50% mark, I would really like to see him really get that assist total a little higher. Um, I would like to see him. You know, he made some very good passes this year. You know, let, let, let me let me say that real quick. Um, I, I, I thought that... You know, 44 assists, that's great. That's phenomenal. Um, but I would like to see him kind of get into that mode of of being able to dish it off, kind of like what we see from Kucherov. Now, having said that, Kucherov is a very different player. They, they play different games. Uh, Kucherov kind of runs things on the offensive shift where – Kind of point is more so of a give me the puck, let me roll down the middle, let me outskate the other team kind of player, um, which is fine. But I, but I think as you get older, uh, I, I think that especially once you start to lose some speed in your game, I think it's going to be very important for him to to have that 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 extra bullet in his gun to be able to bust out on a nightly basis. Like I said, you know, before he's only twenty six, but. The game is ever-changing in the NHL. It goes from, you know, fast. It goes from flashy passes to to scoring. And at the same time, I truly believe defense is still kind of making a resurgence or is still at that point to where it's very good. I think this is one of the best uh, generations of defensemen where they're able to not only score but able to play at a high level of defense. And, and I really think that, you know, we'll talk about more of this in the second segment, but – I really think I would like to see more of, of a dynamic game from him. I think everything else, uh, he did a spectacular, he had a spectacular season this year by all accounts. Uh, give him an A plus all across the board. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think really the key is, you know, as good as it was for Braden Point this year, if you could point out one thing other than goal, goal scoring, uh, he played 82 games and he was healthy for every single one of them. So uh, hopefully he could have another season like that next year, especially with all the questions surrounding this Lightning team. Um, most likely they're going to make some moves in the offseason. Some names that you see on this roster most likely won't be around, so it's going to be even more important for him to be able to to stay healthy and to be able to produce for this Lightning team next season. So coming up on the next segment, we're talking about, you know, maybe I wouldn't say – he didn't do this. He didn't do well in this category, um, but we would like to see more of it from him. I, I think that 
as he continues to develop his game, like I said, he's 26, still very much in the height of his career, if not on the doorstep of getting to the high point of his career. You you always like to see guys develop. And, you know, we're going to be talking about his ability to dish the puck around the net uh, and just around the ice and, and create scoring chances for his teammates. We'll talk about all of that. In just a little bit. First, we're going to talk about our friends from Indeed. Now, if you don't know what Indeed is, well, guess what? Indeed is a hiring platform where you could attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all with streamlined hiring, with powerful tools that find you match candidates. Uh, I mean, we're having we're in one of the worst job markets in quite some time. So it was very hard to find the right people. And you could do that all with Indeed. Now, in the minute that I've been talking to you, 16 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. When you sponsor an Indeed post in the US, you're three times more likely to get a hire according to Indeed data. So you definitely want to use Indeed. So definitely go to Indeed.com right now. Go use it right now. Start hiring now with $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked on offer. Good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit. Now Indeed.com slash locked on. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So we're here on tonight's episode. A little bit later than usual, but as always, i like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. If you haven't already done so, Please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We are also available, if you're watching, of course, on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Drop a comment below. What was your favorite part of Braden Point season? Now, obviously, we're probably going to get a lot of people that say, well, you know what? Love that he was able to score 51 goals. Who doesn't love 51 goals? But I think, and, and we could all agree to a certain point, maybe not Connor McDavid, because I think he is, and and if if you haven't, if you're saying you know why are you putting Connor McDavid on this whole another level, than every other player in the league, go to his highlights this year and you'll see why he's he's the guy looks like he was made in a video game. Uh, all his stats are up at 99 or 100 or whatever they have the stats up to now in the NHL games, which I don't even play. They're garbage. But Braden Point, I think. To a certain extent, if you are familiar with the game of Connor McDavid, I think that they play the same game. I think, and, and what I mean is they use their feet a ton. They're very good skilled skaters. They're very skilled with the puck. They're just very good offensive players when it comes to scoring. We've known this about Braden Point for years. Uh, it's nothing new to us Lightning fans, us who who follow and watch this team on a nightly basis who who talk about this team 365 days a year. But, you know, you always want to improve. We could always celebrate what he has done this year. Um, but at the same time, like I said, there's going to be a lot of changes, I think, significantly uh, to at least the, these forward lines because, as we all know, the issue in the playoffs was for the Lightning and for the most part this season – has been the defensive game. And I think that we're going to see this offseason Julian Brees Boss and Co. sacrifice some scoring in order to solidify the back end 
which I have no problem because when you look at it, if 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 it's a matter of letting Alex Cloran go or trading Ross Colton, which I feel like is going to happen, I I still think when you look at this team, the offensive production is where it needs to be. But I also think that the guys that we already have, the the Kucherovs, the Stamkoses, the Hagels, the the Braden Point, they need to continue to develop. They need to continue to be more dynamic. That's why I was so excited at the end of the season when we started to see Stamkos score from other areas other than the circle. That's why I was happy to see in the playoffs Kucherov score from the circle here and there. That's why I think that I would like to see Braden Point become more of a dynamic player, not only in where he shoots from. I mean, he he is very good of going down the middle and really busting it down towards the the goaltender and and really deking him out of his out of his pads. But I would also like to, on the other end of that, see him do a better job or or a more of an uptick of setting up his teammates. Now it, it's one thing to cycle the puck around and find your teammate for a high danger shot. That's great. That's phenomenal. But even on the rush, I think that there was opportunities this year and and even in the playoffs on certain rushes where we just didn't see that from Brandon Point. It was kind of more so Point gets the puck, skates down the ice. He's got a teammate on the other side. Now, whether or not it was more so of an idea for this team to just give the point to 21 and get out of his way, um, I don't know if that was it. I would imagine also, you know, if you look at Braden Point's game, he's a good passer, but I don't think he's uh, he's nowhere near uh, Nikita Kucherov, which is, you know, fine. I'm not asking for 50, 60 assists a year. Then again, I do would like to see 50 assists from him. I think that's where he could get that uptick in points. I know he wants to score 100 points. And I think that's where you're going to find it because next year, let me tell you, you're going to get, he's going to get a lot more attention in his game than I think that he realizes than, and maybe most Lightning fans don't realize, you know, we've been complaining for years that Braden Point doesn't get the respect that he deserves. You know, he's this, 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 this really this, I don't even know how to describe it. This player who is just not on the same level of popularity as maybe a Nikita Kucherov or Steven Stamkos. And for years, we've been saying on this podcast that he, in the end, is going to be higher in terms of, you know, danger towards other teams than all those other players. And I think that teams have finally caught on. You know, 51 goals uh, by no stretch of the imagination is a low-scoring season. Even in today's high-scoring NHL, I think teams are going to understand. They're going to look at film. They're going to realize, oh, Brandon Point's been basically eviscerating us down the middle for years. Uh, let's let's test him. Let's see if we could bottleneck him up and and see if he could be a passer, turn him into a passer, turn him into a facilitator. And I really hope, and I'm sure he will, I'm sure that whoever he trains with in the offseason, um, even when he watches film, I'm, I'm sure they're going to realize that. I mean, that, that's really all it is, is common sense at this point. He is really going to have to become a, two, a two-dimensional a two scorer or offensive player or however you want to describe him. He has to be 
that he has to show that maturity, which I'm sure he does have. He's shown it in the past. He's going to have to show that skill. I think there's a better word. He's going to have to show the skill and and know how to when to pass it off to fine teammates, uh, when to not just shoot it, especially do traffic or force it when the other team has two, three defenders on you as you're going down the middle. Because guess what? If you're going down the middle and you have two, three defenders on you, most likely somebody is open on the wings. And that's when you get your scoring chances. That's when you get your your one-timers to Kucherov or your one-timers to Stamkos. Next season, we might see him with Hagel here and there, which I think those two have similar games. I think, you know, as I have spoken about in this podcast, this episode about how Braden Point is kind of like that level below Connor McDavid in terms of the same level, the, the same kind of play, but different level of play. I think Brandon Hagel is below Braden Point on that scale, believe it or not. And I think that that is very important is if Braden Point develops, you're going to see development and production from everybody else on this team, especially some of the younger players, such as a Brandon Hagel. And, and I really think that that is going to take his game up to another level because as we've seen with Nikita Kucherov in years past, people and teams are so afraid of him passing because he's such a good passer and, and, and able to thread the needle in some of these, 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 these opportunities that he gives to his teammates, he's able to, to just shoot with, with just lightning flat, fast reflexes and is able to, to pick the corners on goaltenders or just get it, squeak it just enough by them to score goals. And I think that eventually, like I said in the first part of this segment, you know, that fastness, that quickness is eventually going to somewhat go down because of age and wear and tear. That's just the way it is in the NHL. And I think that having that ability or or being able to develop that ability over time for Braden Point to be able to go out there to 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 make the other team fear you uh, that you're going to pass it off somewhere that um, I, I think that's really going to help him, um, you know, stay in the league longer, be productive longer, uh, be a huge asset for this team as the years go on. Uh, especially next season, like I said, I think that the league has finally caught up to him. But it, it's going to be able to help him develop over time, score more points, uh, possibly collect some accolades. Who knows what that guy up in Edmonton, if he, he will ever get close to sniffing a uh, heart trophy. Who knows? But, um, yeah, it, all it is at this point for Braden Point in his game is – is developing and staying healthy in order to continue to be successful for this lightning team. So hopefully we could see more out of him, uh, especially that as the season uh, begins next season, next year. And, and, and hopefully, you know, we'll see it more. So maybe somewhat, somewhat of uh, flashes of it in the preseason and there'll be some good signs uh, for the upcoming season. So we'll finish things off in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about our last sponsors on today's show, and that's our friends over at Built Bar. Now, if you are looking for a delicious snack but don't want all the sugar and calories, then you need the best tasting protein bar ever, and that is Built. You got to try this. If you're like me and you want to make a healthier snack choices but don't want to compromise on taste, I've got to tell you one thing for sure. Built Bars and Built Puffs, Built Bars are healthy and taste amazing. Seriously, they taste so amazing you won't even think they're good for you. 
What makes Built so good? Well, for stars, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate, dark chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and cookies and cream. So for years, we've been telling you guys about ordering Built bars at Built.com. Well, now you can go get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club while you can still get your specialty flavors still at built.com. So head to your nearest Walmart today or your nearest Sam Club to pick up your 13 bar box with their hit flavors today. You will thank me later. So wrapping things up on the show, you know, kind of looking back at, well, looking back at Braden Point more so talking about what he did well, what he did wrong, or more so what he needs to work on because any anytime a guy especially a center scores 50 goals 5 points shy of a night of a 100 point season 50% on the faceoff circle whenever i evaluate a a center especially a guy like Braden Point i look at the points i look at the faceoff percentage not so much for him. I look off. I, I don't really look at the the plus minus because I feel like when you're scoring ninety five points, I feel like that kind of really offsets kind of whatever issues that you may have had defensively. I thought for the most part this year defensively he did a very good job. Um, you know there might have been issues here and there where he just wasn't able to maybe stop a guy and you know that could be a size thing that could be just a coverage thing it's been really no secret for the Tampa Bay Lightning this year um that they haven't been in haven't really done a good job defensively as a team that's just is what it is at this point you know we're not going to kick we're not going to scream we're not going to complain about it because we're just looking forward this offseason um we're we're looking forward with the optimism that Julian Brees, Boss and company are going out there with a defensive-minded approach to free agency, to not really so much the draft because I feel like even if they had a first-round pick, that guy isn't going to be on this team that, this year. And if you know, with the pick that the Lightning would have potentially had in the first round, he probably wouldn't have been up in two years either way. Um, so, so really for the lighting in order to get back on track, to get back to that Stanley cup final, to get back to a team that is a contender on a yearly basis, you're going to have to look, um, within your organization in free agency, as well as your players, especially your players with, like I said, it's going to be an off season where Alex Korn is a little bit iffy. Uh, not sure about him. They brought back Mikey Esamont, which was a huge signing, which, you know, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that to end the, this episode. Uh, that that Mikey Esamont signing, not only was a great signing, as we all know, a no-brainer for, of a signing, but also a signing in which that was very important for this Lightning team because I thought he was one of the better players on this team um, when he was on the ice. You know, like we said, we've stated before, he hasn't really been able to get on the ice since he was traded here. Uh, but when he is on the ice, he's made the most of it. And I think he's really going to be a big piece of this team uh, next year. And talking about big pieces, uh, Braden Point, I think, is going to be a huge piece on this team. If if there's anything we have seen uh, from this Lightning team this year, that he is going to be the the leader 
uh, for this Lightning team offensively in the coming years. I think he's finally sort of taken that mantle away from Steven Stamkos, who we will be talking about on tomorrow's episode. We'll be reviewing his season, what went wrong. Uh, well, not really what went wrong, what he did well, what he could have done better. Uh, and, you know, just looking towards this upcoming season. So in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one. Mm-hmm.